0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Straight White Whale, my name is Darren Connell, this is my podcast and we are on episode 59. Before we start the podcast with our guest James Price, Springburn boy, fellow Springburn boy, I would die for you you cunt. Thank I'd, you, man. I, I would that. hide swords for you, mate. I might need Jason, bro. That's why he's gone. <laughs> That's why the career's gone. If you wanted me to drive down to Manchester with a bag full of guns, I would do that for you, <laughs> mate. Man, I mean, did you bring them from Manchester? <laughs> Bye. That sounds brilliant <laughs> That sounds great. Do you want to hear our sponsor? Of course. I'm surprised he still wears, by the way. He <laughs> <You might> just <laughs> lost him. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd to see, he's Ma- gone. Michael Burns from Lamb Solutions Limited. A very good friend of mine. Michael, this is a call. If you need guns, drove down to Manchester in a van. Me and Darren will both do it. Exactly, yeah, mate. At a very low price as well. I rent Reduce a flat. Rate. I'd hide a samurai sword for Michael Burns or you, mate. 100%. Um,
1: Why don't you form a team with Michael? Michael can be the driver.
2: Yeah. By the way, I've not had a good bit of lamb in a long time. Is it lamb?
1: Aye,
0: but it's no, no. What is lamb it? lamb. It's lamb L E M. Like vegan lamb solutions limited no all oh, right he's a <laughs> <Sorry>. tradesman
2: <laughs> oh, I, I it's an all-round
0: property maintenance company <laughs> i was, I was company. completely after the bark with that one uh, can't, can't, it's <laughs> an all-round property <laughs> Sorry, <you> go, <laughs> maintenance company <laughs> nice nice so if you're <laughs> needing work done in your house ah you might not buy one day kitchen yeah I'm not talking to you. This is like a direct ad read to you. I don't, I don't, I'm sorry, it's an all-round property maintenance company. So if you're needing your shower fitted, kitchen done, any laminate flooring, anything like that, Michael Burns is a good guy. He's getting customers through this podcast, mate. So if you're listening to this podcast and use the code Street White Whale, or just say you know Darn Connell, he'll come to your house and he'll sort you out. Is that cool? Love it. And it's no lamb. It's uh, ah. i sorry, I'm sorry, Michael. Fuck. That's I'm cool. Completely off my mind. You might know Michael Burns actually. I know the name. Yeah. Where's he from? You went to Turnbull High School, didn't I you? I did. What age is he? He's f- same age as me, thirty-five. Oh, you're older. I thought you were younger than me. Wait, of you? thirty three. Here, by the way, that's very kind. Thank aye, you very aye, much.
2: Honestly, I, I honestly thought we had a conversation about how you were a couple of years below me and we never met. <laughs> I honestly did, eh? We probably did. I did, I know, maybe we did. Uh, maybe, maybe you lied to me. <laughs> maybe, maybe you told me, I, like, I'm 29, bro, you <laughs> 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 don't. It.
0: It's because I drink my
2: milk and take my vitamins. Aye, that's it, bro, I know. I know. I'm know. i late on my B12, do you? I to get that sorted. Do you, do you take that because you need to take ah, it? I've got a, a pernicious anemia or something, I don't know. One of the things,
0: all oh, right, okay.
2: And my body doesn't absorb B12, apparently. So I just got five Red Bulls in my bag, and I don't know if it gets it for that, but there's some in that. I don't think
0: the five <laughs> cans of Red
2: Bulls good. I <laughs> know, maybe not, man, but it's uh, there's some B12, wouldn't there? I think Aye, the doctor will recoil in disgust. <laughs> disgust it. Oh, man, I don't think it does. All time. Look
0: right so for anybody that's listening to the podcast james is a fantastic director a very good lad writer um we, we've got some he's an amazing director writer producer right but we've got something in common because we came from the same place we did we went to the same school we did which is strange yeah yes and um you've been doing very well mate yeah I'm, i actually
2: remember one of the techie teachers at tumblr can his name a guy with a white heavy sound
0: Techie. Aye. Uh, Mr. Simpson. Maybe. Lovely we did. No, it was a history teacher, Mr. What's it history? Mr. McKenna. His
2: brother stays in my flat.
0: I don't you know don't know if
2: you know him. I don't know. He, he knows <laughs> you. He knows you. Uh, but I remember my dad trying to brag about me to him. And like, he just was like so unimpressed. He just went like, "Guys, hey, you know Darling corner He still comes into school and he talks now. <laughs> and, like it was a... Uh,
0: Aye, that was awkward as fuck
2: I know, he just put me, like he just brushed me to the side in big jerk, man. I, was, uh, I remember being like, before I met you, I was like, fuck, I couldn't, man. <laughs> Taking all the my old history teacher
0: running. asked me to go to my school for a talk Aye. and mm-hmm. I went down for a talk, <clears throat> right? And he's like, ah, everybody will love you, man. I went down, mate, and literally cunts were like, who's that? <laughs> it was only him that knew who I was. Oh, Robbie Williams just let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here, I hear, I'll still take that. Ro- have you seen him recently, by the way? No, man, it's a bad or good? Uh, it's pretty bad. He looks oh, like on, my man. lesbian granny that stays in- and...
2: but that's why we're all gone, man. I mean, like, come on. He had a good run, though.
1: He had a good run. He did have a good run. Aye, man, he'll be in his 50s. He does Aye, look Aye, like everybody my...
2: forgets that. Like, they stop aging when you just remember, like, rock
0: DJ, you know what I mean? Aye.
2: Know what I mean? <laughs> I, I've never looked like that, so fucking I'm going to look like it at that
0: point. Well, he looks like my lesbian auntie, and you look like um, <laughs> fucking Tom here. Hanks and <laughs> Castaway, mate. <laughs>
2: That's oh, already gone, man. Going, man. <laughs> this is this going to be a real <laughs> <no> session, you're back <laughs> um, I don't know, were, 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 just, we're addressing the teeth. <laughs> is, is that how I started with that? Um, no, I, last time I was in, like, I have like, I've did the... Uh, I don't even know what I say, because it looks like a whole cool new space, I wouldn't say, but I've did a couple of podcasts before this, and uh, people might have noticed, I've for fans of mine that had teeth in the podcast, and uh, so a lot of them in my front tap teeth, all folks we just bad loving in my younger years
0: um You'd, aye, aye. <laughs> you, I I You do remind me of my uncle that stays in Penlee, mate. There
2: you go, man. I've got that Penlee vibe, bro. That's that's what I'm, that's,
0: that's the uh, last time. Uh, the last time I met James was uh, we went for a coffee, and it was yep. about a year before lockdown. It was, and yeah. you were baby faced and full of life, beautiful. And the yeah, man
2: look look like uh, a grizzled old Vietnam veteran. <laughs> hi, you know. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. That's up. Forrest yeah, Gump. Fucking Garrisonese and Forrest Gump. Right? <laughs>
0: So, if anybody's wanting to help James get
2: some- <laughs> <laughs> you hey, man, no joke, I'll start kickstart
0: all night. If somebody
2: wants to help me get my teeth back, I'd really appreciate it. Uh,
1: <laughs> Darren get free therapy through back on side, man. That yeah, might, by the way, I need that sh- as well, man. <laughs> that might be a You know,
2: funny, I don't even
1: GP is my GP's actually a good GP,
2: so I don't like saying it. anything, like he's a heavy good dude. But I went, in one time looking for, like, asking for therapy, man. Because like, I think it was just like, no longer after my dad died, i get a hang where I put on, like, a brave face and- uh, so I was like, oh, I'm brand new and that and that, but they sent me like a, it was like an online therapy. And it was like, clicking the happy face or click the sad face. And I was like, what the fuck is this? I mean, it's like, this a fucking brand I Didn't finish that. Why I talk myself? I just do shut laptop.
0: Duh. I recommend therapy, mate. No I, mean, no, I mean, I think it's something that people
2: fucking fave. The Norfolk, 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 Leska and every side of Glasgow except the West and the South only it, but uh, yeah, I know a hundred percent mate, like uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. By the way, I like the not I don't
0: usually wear black socks or white trainers. That's why, are you, mate, right now. why are you <laughs> so conscious about your look? You look fucking brilliant. It's You're very Dave, trendy. Bro. I
2: am just pointed out in the and all that, man.
0: Mate, I'm sitting with a full track. on. I
2: a hot chocolate on my jacket on the way here, man. It was a whole travesty, bro. It was...
0: Mate, I, I'm sitting looking like fucking This is what I should have wore. Look, that's a vibe. That's cool as fuck
1: okay I don't like be it. so self-conscious man no no sorry you man. look good thank you
0: nice beard as well
1: cheers, cheers. come on to fuck you. agree man meaty moustache i like Aye, it man, thank you, man. Man.
0: I'm,
2: I'm committed genuinely the beard was to take attention away from the teeth and i don't think it's i think went the opposite way so Aye. people are just looking at me like <laughs> do you know i know i'm bad man it's like i used to like come about a banter with we charity workers <laughs> and that they would stop you they just look they avoid me now <laughs> Like, see, not stop in the street. They're just like, fuck, that man! Like, he's not got nothing for the state. So, do, do you don't need? Get hassled. Do you need some money? <laughs> 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 aye, mate. Aye, I need a lot, mate. Aye, I'm uh, aye. I'm
0: an, a cuck man, like. No, I hope, I hope you're all right,
2: mate. I no, I'm on man. I'm no
0: a. i am I hope you know. I was just having a wee joke there. No, I'm a. And the Fed, I want
2: could... male. I, I demand at least four male teeth jokes before it's out. Before we're done,
0: mate. I've got missing teeth as well. I've been on lending, aren't they? Well, why? I... <laughs>
1: <That's a> different... <laughs> Have you? Have you got missing teeth? At the back? All oh, right. I so, like
2: actually, that. one of my teeth is near here somewhere. Uh, I took the- I, I, I took Wait, my... just repeat that. Sorry. Yeah. So, <clears throat> basically, one, I took one crown, crown fell out, and I could've went to a dentist to fix it. And then this wee boy shall wish her. Brilliant filmmaker, actually, wee boy. Uh, but yeah, actually, wee boy, that's annoying, he's like 22, amazing brain on him. Um, absolute genius. Writer, director, boy called Ryan Pollock. Sent me a script, now I get sent scripts a lot, and very rarely I read them, man, I'm like lazy. But this wee boy came in with a smart angle, he says, I, want, I, I saw you acting in your own music video, I want you acting in my film. Mm-hmm. So he, he appealed to my ego, I was like, oh, he's coming at me as a, an actor, and know, like a script reader, or a filmmaker. And uh, the character was like a wee fucking raging psychopath. So luckily that week my crown fell out, and I was like, I texted him, I was like, my crowns fell out, I was like, do you want me to get a fixer or do you want me to keep it for you? I said, bro, please keep it please keep it in and uh, I did the follow my neck around in. then anyway, I got shipped up to Dundee to make this BBC thing. A week, like a week earlier than I expected, and I didn't have time to get it fixed. And then way a lot bit, another crown fell out, cause I must be grinding my teeth in my sleep. And then I'm, you know, so I so literally I'm directing actors. Beautiful actors, beautiful, I like literally at one point I'm directing a hundred actors in a fucking night, like a gig scene, and... Uh, I'm talking specifically one of the main uh, female actors in it and no joke, my teeth just fogged in my head and I didn't even address it at this point. I said, bent bit, picked up and just put it in my pocket and then kept directing. I was like, that's how bad it's got. <laughs> and, then, and then I came back and then just had a bunch of letters waiting on me saying, you're a dentist, 40 quid. And I was like, oh, fuck
1: off, oh, man. Aye. You're going to Google yourself one day and they'll be like, There'll be a story for an actor all like, what's the most crazy director you've ever done? <laughs> that's kind of um, Dundee's <laughs> Sorry, fucking for fun it, <laughs>
2: man. <laughs> oh no, man, that's the that's the that's all, oh, man. That's, that's only the beginning of the stories that I'm, uh, Dundee and Dog Days, man. That's uh that was a mad one.
0: I must say, mate, you've got an impressive C V of work. I oh, our... appreciate that, bro. Thank you so much. Well, let's see how people react to Dog Days, man. I'm
2: that's I'm that's one of the reasons this year's been I mean, I'm just crippled with absolute fear. That, mm-hmm. that how just you just spend all your time on how are people gonna react to this? yeah i mean i like it i'm trying to adopt that whole rick rubin vibe where it's like make it for you fuck everybody else you like it and then mm-hmm. be happy
1: with it and i mean
0: you're your own. you're aware of james aren't you paul was james I mean, we've met a couple of times yeah yeah james
1: has been in the studio yeah yeah, yeah a couple of times yep. once we gary, gary and then been uh, gary two
2: beef gary's no
1: um yeah and gary McClellan, aye, that's aye, right yeah with paul morris and a couple aye. other that's, other that's right troops. that's right that was before the Glasgow that Festival
2: last year. And I didn't expect this to, I didn't expect to have my own proper big thing in the Glasgow Film Festival this year, so it's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. In fact, guys, I'm really wanting to do what Paul Morris did with Angry Angry Young Men, and uh, he sold it to GFT Rapid, and got multiple screenings of his thing. So anybody who watches this podcast, go on the Glasgow Film Festival website, buy tickets for Dog Days, it's pay what you want. You can put in a pound and buy a ticket, and uh, create such a high demand that they move us to Cinema 2, which is a smaller screen. The cinema one. When? End. When is it? March fifth at half three.
0: Dog days. Yep. March fifth. Half three. Yep. What day yep. of the week's
1: up Oh, I have no idea. I don't. Because me and something. Donald
2: come. Yes. yes. Nice, better man. I want. I want. I want celebrity friends on my comments. Come and support me. Celebrity, celebrity friends. I want to be in Aye.
1: your fucking film, mate. Never
0: mind.
1: <laughs> Zethless. list fifth of March is a Sunday. I will be that, oh, right. Probably right. Okay. Probably right. I'm going to put that on my calendar. Right but
2: basically now. last year we were meant to be in screen one, which is a big screen where a thing I did called skin. I did like two episodes. Of it. it was a BBC four show and they stuck them all together on screened at the film festival and we were meant to be in a massive screen and they moved us for that screen to another screen because the other film sold more tickets. My pal Martin Robertson's amazing film called Ride the Wave, which is great. Actually this, the dog days has the same musical composer. So it's uh, a pretty cool. But um, Scott Twine, amazing composer, but uh, Aye, so anybody, I want, to, I want to steal Screen 1, I have whoever's in it, we're in it, I've not checked, I'm sure a We'll be film. there,
0: I'll be there mate. Yeah,
2: but I want all your listeners to be there, like every one of them, show up. Yes, we'll do, <laughs> we'll do an
0: ad for the podcast. Aye, so start phoning. You guys phone will will you
2: be there? Well, of course, mate, I need to do the Q&A and all that. No, so there, there'll
0: be a Q&A with yep.
2: your film? Me and the cast, everybody will be there, be Yep.
0: Same. Is
2: this the film that you sent me? That's, that's so I, what you got was the film cut. So we had the we cut a version that's for the festivals and for telly, mm-hmm. which is completely different from the version that's going to go on BBC iPlayer, which is six episodes and 16 minutes, maybe 18 minutes longer. Mm-hmm. So the essentially, the version going on iPlayer is the director's cut, where it's like, well, or the uncut and extended at least. Because I've kind of fell in love with the shorter cut a wee bit. So it's, um, so it's been really interesting, but we made the two completely different experiences. I've all seen that. Uh, when did you make it? Last summer. Yeah, we shot it last summer. Yeah. Two hours, ten days for uh, the weekend. Of.
0: Awesome, mate. I'm looking, I've got my, because when you sent me it, you sent me it at midnight. So I watched half of it and yeah. it was brilliant. Oh, thank and you, And I watched one. the yeah. rest of it. When... Yeah, me
2: and my editor have just been absolutely racking up. Hey, Mark Fraser, amazing editor, he's my, my main dude, man, my film machine maker. We've been just sending it to everybody and just, just try to get opinions and just look, just wondering what, what's working and what's not.
0: Do you still live in Springburn?
2: Aye, aye. Yeah. I've not escaped anywhere, bro. I'm still there. I'm still in there. A bit of the devil you know,
0: but you know what I mean? Do you ever remember me in school? Do you remember me? <laughs> do you know, I've I seen a photo on Facebook. When I was younger? Aye. Aye. And I do remember your face, mate, but I don't know. I know,
2: have... I, used to, I used to really hate this when people said this, man, but when I look at old photos it must it makes sense. I look like Randall for recess. <laughs> <laughs> like a spin <Spanish>. image. <laughs> I remember taking the half, you know. Like I had a random for recess. Okay, Fucking
0: hell, it's weird seeing you with hair. I know, by the way, I never
2: knew I had hair. So I remember being in Milano's barbers, getting my hair cut 16 years old. It used to kind of look like that. Uh, I just I said to, to him, I'm going to do something different. My pal Cider was sitting behind me. The barber did something different and the, he turned me around in the chair and Cider <laughs> just burst it and she laughed and pointed at me. And I was like, mate, just take it off. Take it off and they, so I got a, he gave me a skinhead and then I got a girlfriend for the first time after that, so I thought I'm just going to stick with the skinhead so I didn't even know until last year that I actually had hair when I let it grow, I just assumed I was baldy and then I was, <laughs> so I was like, it was a real surprise I was, I was all... I, I don't
1: know if I like it yet, yeah, you don't know I, The reverse of hair hiding Nah. People hide their baldness Aye. with Aye, their I'll hair You I, did I, the opposite, you're shaving your hair up I know,
2: and by the way man, I kinda I kinda missed the skinhead look a wee bit I think I feel like mm-hmm. it gave me an edge, it kinda gave me a wee... I
1: don't know I a haircuts, man. I'm like I right, look
2: better. See, this is what I'm being doing now. is a bit of this man just kind of like high top fade and all that. I like saying that because I remember it being in a Kid and Play song when I was a wee guy. I'm like, he's a high top fade.
0: I tell you who else is like that. Mark Dallas for ICW. Yep, I man. thought he was completely bald. And I seen a video. I, I know him, right? I didn't know him. But he posted a video the other day and it was with his hair. And I messaged him like, ah, mate, you look fucking mental with hair. Did you yeah. go hair? Hi. he's like, oh, I don't know if I said it, and I was like,
2: so Mark Dallas actually finishes. I'd realised I didn't finish the story, the teeth story. All oh, right, okay. So at New Year's, I decided to make. Uh, I just love making stuff. I, I I can't sit about waiting for permission or budgets or funding. I kinda do it. It drives me insane. No, longer it makes me feel alive. or make gives me any type of joy is making stuff. So I wrote a really insane. It could have been dangerous. It's really insane short film where i've kind of been playing a version of myself and it was uh this is actually good maybe talking about it so that people are pre-warned in case i did it uh, and the whole thing's gonna be shot in portrait mode on my phone completely and then released on instagram as if it was actually happening in real life and it's kind of involved me grieving my dad having a bit of a meltdown and then kind of going on a rampage for the city it's kind of like falling down only shot through a phone and genius then, man i, I, I know it will work would the police maybe be phoned on me a few times and people fucking panic and have a few aunties really worried maybe? But I know it would work. But uh, <laughs> that was there was the, 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 the main gag for it was gonna be I'd I'd Mark Dallas acting for me and uh he was gonna punch me at one point. I'm getting away the fucking story, but I think it's gonna change anyway. I've kinda I've kinda realised it's gonna be something bigger, which I'll probably try and pull you into if you're up for it. <laughs> uh, Aye. I. So one of the gags was I get punched and then Cameras I have, cameras on, and then the cameras bag on my toothy for missing. Cause I'm taking the crowns, I've been keeping them with temporary glue. And uh, and then after we shot all our scenes, I met one of the other actors and went for a few drinks, Olivia. And she, I mean, met her director pal she was with, and got steaming. And uh, I just remember walking home and uh, I woke up with only one of my crowns. And then for the next three days at New Year's, this is like the day, this is day before New Year's Eve. Me and my pal just retracing the steps here in seventh event and the knees and nicest legs just trying to find my crown on the pavement. And it's amazing how much stuff on a pavement looks like teeth. <laughs> Until you pick it up. <laughs> you have no idea. You have the no idea. On the way here, I was considering that like, it could still be somewhere, man. I'm still like I still want to hope I can find it. Still looking for it? Aye man. Maybe we'll get you a GoFundMe page. I know, I know. For the fans. Should we, should we do it? <laughs> or get them gold, gold teeth. I know, mate. I was thinking about it. Somebody said, me get a grill, and I was like, I you need a teeth for grills. <laughs> I so ain't grill <laughs> <That's not laughs> holds <they work. laughs> a grill in. That's not going to work. You're off a grill.
0: Imagine if you were getting the bus up the road and you found, like, the tooth. I know.
2: Oh. Be amazing the dream man it's like yeah the dream it's like it's a wonderful life man that's the kind of that's what has just been so far man life. it's like it's a wonderful life only a lot of bleaker <laughs> <Sad of.
1: laughs> and it's not that wonderful but uh aye, that's a class idea man it's like war of the worlds or some shit man like the fucking mad radio show i know i think people i know so
2: that was a danger wait so i would i would probably would put up a warning before it like I'm saying look this isn't real please don't fucking phone the police <laughs> uh, Cause it did involve some intense, like, it, like, I wrote the character as me. Like, that was what was really dangerous about it, is, uh, and then I would, like, I was gonna use my real name, but I ended up calling the character Jimmy, just to separate it slightly, <laughs> and, uh, it would have been a real risky move, but also I feel like there's, the project is, is a can of shake, and I'm, I'm really obsessed with doing it, and, uh, the gimmick way that, that's annoying that I miss. so basically this is the and the reason it didn't get finished, man, it's was like, gonna be a quick short film, shot I'm sure like, minute chunks for the instagram story and then initially I took the festivals after that uh the reason i didn't finish it was i woke up on new year's eve when Year's teeth and the whole thing relied on ending being shot in real time at the new year's of the bells and i woke up new year's eve when just sad and depressed and just lay on my couch and just slept <laughs> i we slept my way 23 <laughs> called on the board just nearly in tears <laughs> <laughs> just, it was sad <laughs> just, so um I'm still going to do the film, still 100%. I actually, I think it's going to be a blessing in disguise because when I watched the footage back and showed it to people, showed it to a lot of filmmaker files and stuff, it kind of got a resounding reaction that I wanted where it's like, it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. And um, even to people who didn't know me, it was uncomfortable. They think it's real, which is it's, it's fascinating. And I I know it'll get a reaction. I know it'll work really well. And I know, um, I know some festivals will dig it and it will be able to play big screens, which will be weird. I mean, a film shot in portrait mode playing a big screen. It was called Portrait, by the way, but it's... Uh, I, I'm, I'm still going to do it, but I think there's a chance I might turn it into a much bigger project than what I'd initially thought.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that, mate. Yeah, man, I'll get you in there, I'll you up for it, man. It's for some
2: madness. It's... Uh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of involved. Like, it just... What I realised with it is... The, the short film version I'd written, man, and what, what we were going to shoot in the two days, it works as a short film, but... Um, there's just real potential to take in like a Dante's inferno territory where just everything just keeps getting merchiotic and merchiotic and merciotic to the point where it just becomes like I mean if people click on it's no because 'cause it'll be like this is entertaining. and this is insane. And uh, yeah. There's fun to be had with that, I realised.
0: Well, anytime you film something, mate, and you need help with promotion, uh, Paul and myself are always here to. Oh, appreciate it, no, thank you so you. much,
2: man. No, band honestly, man, no, I used, no both of us have already done so much, man. I really appreciate it, no,
0: thank Yeah, you. Thank you. and but, if yeah. there's a fee involved, you can just. Keep my fee and buy teeth. No, man. I'll be I... all right,
2: man. I'll be all right. It's like oh, man, it's better about money management with me than anything It's no, uh, like,
0: I'm not as poor as I look.
2: Right <laughs> now, I'm all right now. I, by the way, I that GoFundMe might go live. Right? So right now, I'm all poor. But, uh, Do you know my ma has had the same set of false teeth for about 20 years? Same, man, same. Do you know my ma, I think my the first date with my dad when they went back to the house, her, first teeth, her false teeth cracked into. Fuck me, she's going to hate me for saying this. <laughs> <laughs> her false teeth cracked into and she ran to the toilet when they come out. And my dad made her come out, and that's when he found out she had
0: false teeth. No way.
2: Aye, man. There's old photos there, man. There's actually a photo at the end, of a boys' night that I put up with me and my dad and my ma and uh, she does look a bit like Mephidome. It's <laughs> It's mad.
0: It's <laughs> now she shoots them. Have you, uh, ever see, you ever seen your mall wear false teeth? Aye. It's weird how they look like the fucking predator.
2: And his <laughs> whole face just collapses. Know, that's my biggest fear by the way. I so if a day start to go for me, it's just I don't want to look like that, man. I want the crowns. <laughs> I don't want the fucking the mad thing that just the whole face keeps in on the cell phone. It's crazy
1: how much like you'll know this for like missing teeth I know, but no know It's crazy how much it changes you, man. Like who hundred oh, percent. I... One of the guys for Jackass, I was watching a Steve-O fucking thing on YouTube and they were yep. showing you a little before and after, and the guy got a full set of nails. He looks like a different person. Man. I know it, like, is it is amazing. It is A
2: hundred percent. I know. I remember being so chuffed when I got these done, man. Like the, when I'm in the twenties, I was so happy, man. I, like, I remember was like, I just to boost the confidence again. Like, you. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah.
1: But what, Paul, you were saying, did <laughs> the, the, the guy have no teeth? And no, he would like man. multiple missing teeth uh, and yeah. like his teeth were like fucking tombstones or the other place. And um, he got a full set of veneers done. And it, it, I mean, it's like, it wasn't like pure turkey teeth. He didn't have the big glass. Yeah. <laughs> Like riling, pure smiling. No, I, like, know, ah, I know, I know. I've got a few done. drug dealer pals that show up on Instagram with him, and I'm like, fucking hell, man. <laughs> Blinding.
2: <laughs> What's well, my but eyes? But do you man.
1: know I think we are, like, my dad, right? So I'm going to assume that my dad and, like, your mom and your mom is the same generation of people. I mean, I'm 40, I'm a bit older than you, but my dad had no teeth for, like, the second I was born. So I think, like, <laughs> We're doing all right. Nah, <laughs> def, oh, def I've, right. Got off, I've got off. a fucking thing with your teeth. A hundred percent. I've only
0: got a missing tooth because I went, I went into a dentist one day with with toothache and it wasn't my dentist. And I was like, ah, mate, please help up. me. And he was like, right. You can get root canal uh-huh. or rip it out. And I was in so much pain. I said, rip, rip it, it out. It and I regret I, it. I,
2: him. No, I must admit, I've said that. I feel like I man, I, 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 watched a, I, wasn't even, I didn't even watch the documentary. I was about to say I watched the documentary. But I was about to lie. I listened to the dad, the portergeist on a <clears throat> podcast. I listened to the, the guy, Katie Nelson, uh, the guy who played the dad on Portergeist. He's on Dak Shepard's podcast, kind of what it's called. And he uh, told <laughs> the whole mad conspiracy theory about how root canals cause dementia. And I was like, fuck, I've had one of them, man. So maybe if I just don't get any medicine, I won't get dementia. So I'm terrified of root canals now. And it's probably just some bullshit documentary an old man watched and spread <laughs> on a podcast.
1: Aye, man. I've heard somebody say to me that. They're controlling your mind and callousing your 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 brain with fluoride and your toothpaste, and I was like, "But I don't swallow the toothpaste." Do it's well, but,
2: like, no, but no. I don't want to go full <laughs> wig, me man. But it is, you know, fluoride does. It as a kind of calming agent. It was used in old World War Two. It's documented. Your your gums absorb it, but ah. I'm still going to keep brushing my two teeth. You know, what I mean?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going to give up now. I had a drug dealer in my street that said black felons give you dementia.
2: By the way, look, man. This is another thing I'm. I'm with the conspiracy theorists. Mercury isn't it good for you? (laughs) You shouldn't have mercury in your head, probably. You know what I mean? Well, that's why I did that during lockdown when you get the self employed grant. By the way, I did it before I even had money. Got all your fillings replaced. Exact same, exact same. Yep. Yep. Everybody else was buying a house, and I was like, "I'm getting white (laughs)
0: fillings." I'm getting white fillings because I don't want to die of dementia. Buying gluten feed, even though I'm thirty (laughs) five. I know. Right, let's talk about films. That is right, bro. Let's do it. We talk about films on this podcast, quick. Aye, man. Well.
2: I will enjoy this podcast, man. I'm a big fan. This is yeah. uh, this
0: I, I really think brilliant.
2: You listen to it. Aye, man. He's doing okay. great work. But that's what I was saying when I came in. I don't want to give away the. I don't want to give away the magic, man. But in my head, you were sitting at like a massive, like fancy marble <laughs> desk, going to watch this, and it's just it's in reality, it's just a cool kind
1: of nice, relaxed setting.
2: Of, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's in my the, a wee desk.
1: Basically aye. the illusion is, is that this place is fucking, people it looks say massive,
2: to yeah. all the it's time, so It's so true, it's so true, like this is one of the best setups I've seen, look wise, for a podcast, like when it's coming from Scotland, hands down.
1: Well thank you very yeah. much. Well, what you Done you my beautiful one. I get people that come in all the time and they're like, is, no this isn't it, is it? I'm like, aye, and they're like, man, see when I see this on TikTok, whatever, it looks fucking huge, but actually places place is a bit of a shithole, so.
2: No, it's not, it's nice, I fucking love them, I love it. What's your DVDs you got there, like, by the way? spinning the movies, I'm curious. I see Revers so, of Our Dogs, I see the kill Bills.
1: Well, I've got a full-signed Tarantino collection. Oh, nice. Well, so I can... met him. Um, oh. I worked in Virgin Megastore for... Has that
2: been told on the podcast before?
0: Let's talk about it, yeah, I, I, we I, talk
1: about it. Um, I. I worked in Virgin Megastore for four years. See so the one Buchanan Street? The big, massive one where every country used corner? to come into town. I, I, I worked in there. And so I met some people because people would come and do personal appearances. Yep, so like yep. PAs. I met Cypress Hill in there. Right. Yeah, so okay. I, I've got a couple of funny stories, but I love it. Tarantino did he's he's uh, PA and he fucking smell like a fucking hobo's cock. Mate. It was disgusting. It stains <laughs> doing his, doing his Wu-Tang Clan t-shirt. Smash
2: got to five years later, not on with me. That's a, that's a description of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate, no, like he Aye.
1: stank the fucking place. Out. And then I seen him on Jonathan Ross. So that was like the Monday and Jonathan Ross came out on Friday. And, they and that must have been pre-shot. But they, no, they filmed no. it on the Wednesday. Right. Two days later as was well in the same clays. Oh, so fucking. He, hell, he went Jesus. in and he stank Aye. up.
2: But um it Come on, seemed, man, don't be bad mouth with know man. Don't a sick. He
1: seemed it. like a nice guy, but one um, of my mates went up to him and asked him a question and he basically went, fuck off. I'm lying that
2: I'll tell you <laughs> something, man. there was I watched a podcast it was on recently, and it really he did something that kind of annoyed me. He was on um Two Bells, One Cave, the Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura podcast, oh, podcast mate, great podcast, it. and at the end, Tom Segura asked him, is there any movies that came out recently you enjoyed? And he's kind of very kind of like, I don't know, kind of not, angry, came back, this felt quite angered, they said, I'm not here to cheerlead anybody. Yeah. Um, and I was a bit like, that would mean a lot to a filmmaker if you respect, if you'd liked a film, you know what I mean? So it's like, I just don't see, it. I just don't see what the, the bad side of that would be. And uh, then I was was my
1: small Tandino complaint. Yeah, but, you know. yeah. Give back a bit, but not I back met a few people, couple of assholes. But one of the stories is uh, a Pello. Amazing. So wet, wet, wet. Did I, I mean, am I going to have the same, same, same trajectory? <laughs> oh, <good> <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and trajectory? Um, I'm like, at this point, I've got held down to my back and like, I've got black Sabbath tattoos and all that, So I'm no to fucking wet, wet, wet. Right? Right, and right, right. and uh, we're closing the shop. And by the way, he was doing gear in the toilets and all that. <laughs> uh, fuck him. See if he wants to try and sue me. You ask where I go, Marty. No, <laughs> uh, um, Coke. I he was doing gear in the toilets, and um, hopefully. I so, up lad. in budget <laughs> megastore. But it was me, a guy that worked with me, Marty Perlow, his manager, and the guy that played bass and wet, wet, wet. And oh, we right. were in the lift. So the like, place is shutting, and um, he's Marty Perlow's about fucking five foot height of shite, and I'm Aye. six five. So obviously, he's pure. I'm going to take the big man down a peg or two. This, Aye, happens. Right. this happens to me, mate. I can constantly. imagine
2: that I do. I know. I get the opposite thing, man. It's weird. I people just to I'm a wee cycle when it's interesting.
0: Let him finish
1: him. Sorry, I agree. No, it's all right. No, it's all right. I like the input. Um, I'm really curious. And uh, he went, he went, big man. So I've got a fucking. I've just got a poker face, mate. I don't smile. You know yep, what I mean? Yep, yep. He was like, big man, cheer up, it'll never happen. And I was like, well, it's already fucking happened. I've had to listen to Pish music after <laughs> Oh, amazing. And the fucking manager and the bass player and the what guy that. What mean, though? Cheer up, it'll never happen. Uh, what's
2: he mean with that?
1: Just being a dick, dude. That's
2: a That's weird comment, And man. uh,
1: his manager, his bass player and the guy that worked with me in Virgin Megastore burst out laughing and he was not fucking happy, mate. And I just stood and stared at him, going down three, three flares, just mm-hmm. stared right through his fucking head and just thought I will fucking break you, you cunt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got out the lift and we left and that was it. But I there, uh, there are my PA stories for Virgin. Was he full of gear when he said that to you? He must have been mate, he was like doing that mad on the spot. <laughs> Backwards and forwards on the spot. Cheer up big man, it'll never happen. I was like, oh fucking, it'll happen to yeah, you. Yeah man, they had some bangers man, come on. <laughs> hey,
2: Marty, if you look not and if enough, I will request a tune there for you, People, look, like, I had nothing to do with that statement. <laughs> 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 I've actually got a Marty Pello story that isn't main kind of. Uh, some of my dad's side of the family are Jehovah Witnesses. Uh,
0: From your dad's side? Aye. Okay. And,
2: uh, we'll get, stay, we'll, let's get back to that. Realstein Coulson, funnily enough, we're kind of, I to have Realstein nearby. Good, um, great people, by the way. Like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel bad throwing it in. It just it makes the, the story funnier. But I think, and that's just based my dad, so they might hear this and be like, that didn't happen." But uh, they, they moved into Spears' War for a while. And Marty staying at the time invited him up for a party. And it's like, quite a, you know, quite a wholesome couple. No, I mean? Like a Joe witness couple. And they went up to this party and just pure hedonism and, you know, just, uh, I might imagine gear and other things were just taking place all and now and they were just horrified. <laughs> <and> just <laughs> just thinking they moved to Spearsworth probably because it. <laughs> what year was this? It must have been in the 90s because I remember it's the only time I've been in Spearsworth. I'm obsessed with Spearsworth, man. Because it's close enough to Springburn where it's like, you're still in danger territory in, in Poso. but it just looks like in Bruges, man. It's just beautiful. Beautiful. It's, beautiful.
1: it's got a private pools, it got, got a private like gym. I
2: know that's what I remember, man. I remember being like, I, did, I don't, I do in the pool, but i remember walking past it like this is fucking
1: insane. Spearsworth fella, like, see the people that own the flats in there. Like, I met a guy once. He owns Slouch, another you know, pub Slouch. Right. Um, when it was called Elliot's. Now I think he still owns a building, but he's not allowed. Like, he was. Interesting. A, I yeah, fucked it, like, mm-hmm. but anyway, his name's Douglas and he used to walk about in like full fucking trench coat, like matrix. Mm-hmm. And we went back to his flat after the cat house and he's lived in one of the penthouses in Spears Wharf and he just had a room full of stuff and he was like, see if there's anything that you like in will just take it. And it was like guitars, Amazing. basses, like audio equipment, film equipment. So the guy was just one of these people that just bought shit. Oh, I'm going to be a photographer and went and bought like three grand camera and then threw it into his fucking room of stuff. But I, he was just pure eccentric as fuck. I like. was anything it that you like it in that room, just take it. Aye. One of my mates took a banjo. That's Ma'am. amazing.
2: Can we make a GoFundMe just to like make me that guy? <laughs>
1: that <laughs> sounds
2: glass.
0: Um, Have you aye. seen the castle down in Springburn? Have you ever been? I man, that? I knew when <clears> the boys <throat> that stayed in that. with it the two twins? What they called? Fuck.
2: I need a oh, man. Sorry, boys, I forgot your names. Uh, aye, I knew, I I think there's a couple of people stayed in it. aye, yeah.
0: Because aye, aye. it was up for sale like aye, two years. keep
2: it. It's like, it's always in the Blaswell Eye because it's quite cheap.
0: Two years before lockdown, I think, it was 60, 70 grand, man. No, that's all right. My ex Bird says she went to view it and she was like, it was scary. She was like, people have definitely died in there. Ah, it's gives I
2: have bad wives, I the Bulgari the Tower, they call it, which I find interesting. Yeah. Because, nah, uh, I don't know, maybe I'm doomed to fucking stay in that thing. Just never leave Springblen, just have the castle, man. Just be the king of the castle. I don't
1: uh-huh. don't know that's where it ends. <laughs> just buy it and be like, I'm the king of Springblen. But nah, that's it it's me done see when you're, you're talking we'll get back to the movies right because we get sidetracked with my Tarantino.
2: no it's still movie Sorry. that's movie related no um, oh,
1: don't be daft how much this might be and i can cut this so what 33 37 how much does trying to make like i there do a lot of creatives darn included and mate it, it seems to be that the fucking finances it really impact people Mm-hmm. do you know what i mean and like really impact people's mental health ability to actually go and fucking pursue their dream and stuff like definitely man do you like, find that like i
2: man, like i'll be honest like recently i've learned like i've learned the hardest way possible I Won't go into detail. but um you know it's like like i come for nothing like like I, I spent like i spent the i had really bad crohn's disease i nearly, the perfect bowel, I nearly died it was all fucked up so i was like uh but it happened on my 18th birthday, so from 18th birthday to like fucking 25, I was like a mess, man. And uh, But that, in a weird way, it became my superpower, it gave me a lot of time to write and stuff. But I lived my whole life like just doing fucking benefits and you know what I mean, just getting by like that. So when this, making short films, which was kind of a hobby, like, I mean, turned into a career, 2021, like, out of the blue. It was suddenly, it was like a windfall of fucking cash in half of me, just out of the blue, you know what I mean? And I really think there should be a duty of care. Towards like you know people in the creative industries that are free, like, working class backgrounds because it's you know, it's like it's feast of famine. I mean it's um when you've never had money before, you don't really take it serious. Yeah, like, this is never gonna happen again. So I'm gonna blow every fucking penny mm. as fast as I can and uh, enjoy it. And uh that's no smart. Uh I but I managed to and then and then, you know, it's like four months we you money and then a month we money and it's I s I don't know. It's a it's a tricky one, man, you know. I mean there's nothing else I want to do, but it's the system does seem a bit flawed. And I don't know if it's a Scotland thing or just creative industries in general. But um Aye, I'm not sure how do you feel about it Dan? What would be your thoughts?
0: I mean, um um we are similar, mate, mm-hmm. like i'm not going to name my street but I, I literally live where i lived i lived 200 meters for your
2: flat i know i remember one night with me and my dad were chilling and you said you saw a ufo above the flat me and my dad were like freaking the fuck out looking for the ufo do
0: you ever remember <laughs> as a joke i tweeted you and i says i filmed this on my mobile phone i said turn turn off and on your your living room light and i was doing it with my bedroom light and i filmed it so i could aye. film his windy flashing mm-hmm. uh i totally lost my train of thought there what was i talking about i like aye. money aye, we'll i was it, a trolley aye. boy i left tumble i got up, go up one day left school went and worked in safeway yep. then i worked in asda eight years as a trolley boy mate yep. see some of my wage packets it was like a hundred pound a month that was my life right so uh you know, to go into all of a sudden, sometimes you're doing a gig and you're getting a hundred and fifty quid a gig. You're like, what the fuck is this, man? Oh, I know, uh, But and then Scott Squad and Pantle. Hundred percent. It's just having money dropped on you, mm-hmm.
2: and it's hard to, you know, no, Just be like, I don't know.
0: Just, but I'm sober
2: now. It I, helps no, me. I was, I, I was soberish when, uh, when the money first kicked in with me. Like,
0: yeah. I came, I and so this was like. But that does help, 100%. But um... Well, the first time I get paid for Scott Squad, I was at my mate's stag do in Amsterdam. Aye. That was my first ever wage Aye, for fuck. the BBC. I was at a stag do. That's not good. Like Literally, this is how skint I was, right? My mate was getting married, and I was like, mate, I work in Asda, I'm fucked. I don't know if I can afford it. The BBC were supposed to pay me last week, and I've not been paid yet. He's like, ah, do you know what, mate? Just come. He's like, we'll sub you pints. Left in the Thursday, got paid in the Friday, in Amsterdam, Psh. straight into a corner shop. Mushrooms, please. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know what you mean, mate. No, it's... It, and
2: similar to that too, man. We talk about your mate there. Like, like, this year's been the start of this year's been quite rough for me, man. Like, just, um, I just got a lot of debt. I mean, a lot of just doing it. I mean, a lot just what did the guys fucking. Chance of a human error, <laughs> just do the human error on my part. So I can't really blame anybody. Know what I mean, just for being an idiot too. But um, pal, man, like pal, it's not. I mean, there's no pay money. Know what I mean, fucking give me a lump sum to put towards my debts, and uh, I mean that's the type of shit you don't forget. And I mean, I and, think and, and that's no coming for anybody in the creative industries. You know what I mean? Any name of have my back. You know. But um, but I mean, like I don't know. It's it's a tricky one. that's, I don't know what can be done to fix it. I mean, I think if we were salaried or something, it probably would help if there we was some sort of thing you could do. It's no just coming like every fourth month and suddenly you're fucking rich, you know what I mean, and, like for a few weeks it's... But uh, it's a tricky one, man, you know, look, I mean either I was shooting... I don't think I'm telling stories at school or right? but... Uh, we're shooting Dog Days and one of the accident, Brian McCarty, man, he was probably like, I think, when he came back from America and he'd done Speed 2 and... Rob Roy and Ghost in the Darkness, not these fucking general Hollywood masterpieces, and you had to get like a job in a call center. You know and I mean, and it's like I don't know, man. I just don't know what can be done. It's, uh aye, it's a weird one, it's a tricky one, and I don't know if it is as specific to Scotland and just knowing enough happening here, or if it's just all the UK. Yeah,
0: you know, I'm not talking to you directly, but like, if people are in a problem with. Money and debt and stuff, it can always be fixed. I know, Barry.
2: So, I'm, I've just learned that recently as well. We've got a friend, shout out to my friend uh, Callum, has helped me out, man, being an absolute angel. And uh, my friend Doddy, who was the I don't know his full name, can make bars, but my pal Doddy, people know who he is. Uh, I came through a well lump sum of money for a man. And I mean, it's, it's stuff you don't forget, but, the, but my friend Callum has helped me for the just you know logistical side. I've learned, oh, fuck, you know, there is ways to these problems that have been hanging on my head for, you know, years that you just don't yeah. think about. And there either is, people, there definitely those people that help me. I'm kind yeah. of, I'll be meeting them the soon, probably. <laughs> oh yeah, that was Aye. the same,
0: mate. See, when I was going self-employed, uh, which is, I've been self-employed for years now, but there was a couple of years that I was scared about doing all that, Aye. and I genuinely thought I was going to get the jail. I was like, I'm going to get sent to prison for tax evasion and all that. Went and talked to an accountant. He looked at my records and he burst out laughing. I was like, A man will get the jail. And he's like, All right, you need to earn money to get the jail. jail. That's what I did. So basically, basically, basically the exact same thing. It just happened to me. Where I was like, I'm
2: Al Capone, man. <laughs> i <This> is it. <laughs> the boss are closing in and this is it. And then I be re- letting in and somebody looked at my shit as well. And they were like you're all right. Yeah, he's like you're an embarrassment to the tax man. It's like you're you know, like he's like, do you know it would cost him more money to look into you <laughs> than he would ever get back? Yeah, uh, which is I mean kind
0: of disheartening as well. Yeah, like,
2: it is. It, on paper it looks great. I mean, I'm I'm making stuff. <laughs>
0: you know I mean? But it's, uh, it he is. was literally cackling at me. Maybe same, like, no, cried. exact
2: same man, exact same I had the exact same problem. I had somebody looked through my bank statements and they literally were like. <laughs> Why <you> <laughs> this comes back to the same problem that you're talking about though. Like, and this we... is no being taught, this is the thing, this Aye, is what I'm talking about, this is, this, is, this is quite important to me, man, and something I'm really passionate about once I get my shit in order. Um, one of the things I'd like to do one day is go into the areas that we grew up in, you know what I mean, Oidham or Glasgow, and uh, and show young people that these industries are available to you. Because I don't know if you felt this way growing up, but it like, felt like it was for the other people, wouldn't didn't feel like it was for us. You know what I mean? didn't feel like that was something that we could attain, um, was bringing into the BBC or any of that. No. You know what I mean? And, and then also, that was way that I think you could teach them. You know what I mean, like, if you do make money, this is what you need today. Don't be scared. You know what I mean? Like you, will that like, the same, exact same problem as you, man. Like, uh, I mean, it's a terrifying, daunting thing when you've never been taught it and your family don't know anything about it and there's nobody to talk to. You. You're, you're all alone. You know what I mean? And like, it can fucking. Right, you insane. So I like, that's something I'm really passionate about. Is, like we've been getting to a point when I'm, I can, and I'll give back to the young ones that are coming up. And, and I, I just want to kick down the doors of this fucking industry and bring all the young ones. We me man, I'll let them see that you can do this as well. It's easy. It's no. I mean, it's no hard. It's uh, It's fun. I mean, it is hard. It is, it's hard. It's it's difficult at times. But if you're passionate enough and you've got, aye, you've got enough fire and you might date man. You can do it.
0: Yeah. Good, mate. All
2: right. All right. now you'll be in it, man. You'll be involved in that as well. <laughs> <laughs> you'll be helping me, you'll be you run some workshops. Like I said, right. mate,
0: anytime you need to help, I'm here. I no, appreciate it. Wait, anything. we if you want me to be in one of your projects or helping out with community, I'll always do it. I no,
1: appreciate it. Now we um, talk about
2: movies. I'll be back. So I say, Well, we where were we were with Tarantino, you know where we started it.
0: Let's move for him. Move on for him. I think we spoke enough. We've covered <laughs> no, I know. Him.
2: Is that me? Is that me I'm done, man? What was going to be directing and Kill Bill 3?
0: I've always admired your, you're like an encyclopedia of like film knowledge. We always talk, we, I use an app, me and Paul use this app called Letterboxd. Aye, my
2: pals use it, man. I've actually never probably gone to it.
0: It's really good, mate. I it? know,
2: I've heard it's great. I, it's I've great. It's
0: yeah. free
2: as well. I know, I know. My, I, my pals will list like, lists on it and leave reviews and do thing.
0: Right, so the questions, I'll let you answer first, Paul. Oh, fuck. Really? I've put, <laughs> <laughs> i've put um favorite film favorite
1: director oh um favorite movie mm. oh fuck, man
2: i think we should preface it with saying depends your man. favorite film changes every uh, time you're asked it depends Aye. on this, what pops into your head first what mood you in. what popped into my head there was godfather part two Nah, that's a good one, 100%. But it's too obvious,
1: man. heat's gone,
2: that's too No, obvious. but that's the thing too, man. It's like, they're obvious for a reason. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of this thing it becomes like, cool, like, no like stuff. It's like, no, man. That shit's still amazing. I mean, like, I'll defend Scarface to the death. I love Scarface, <laughs> It's, mate, I it's I love a masterpiece. Scarface. Brian De Palma is one of the best
1: directors that's ever existed. It's one of the movies that's, I think it's dated. Yeah, A bit. bit. Oh, 100%. But I, oh, I look, man, it, man. There's, like,
2: man, there's a... Uh, imagine use fans at Open Anthony and uh-huh. like, like Jim Norton did a great bit on uh, it's a really hilarious part on it where it starts off with are doing a big drug deal, and the camera starts off. It's a, the way Brian De Palma used zooms in that film was amazing. In Dog Days, it was my first time kind of proper using zooms and stuff, so it was really interesting. But there's a part on it where it starts off you know, on a clock on the wall, a big massive clock, and the twelve's missing. And then it zooms out and there's a big drug deal happening. How the fuck a mastermind. Drug dealer when they notice that they yeah, that twelve looks like a camera lens. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening here? Uh, and then they get the FBI come in and catch Tony and was it, it says you'll uh, be working on an
1: Antarctica when I'm talking man? Something
2: like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just so funny that that's why uh, I think it's no dated, right?
1: right? So favorite director? Well, my other, my other favorite movie that popped in my head's Memento. I like that. Great, aye. Uh, must um, be Joe Pottoliano, um, man. It's stunning i i've yeah. seen that movie so many times because i think the first three times i watched it i was like what the fuck is going that's on with
2: okay. i watched it too young man and then i was like this is a fucking that a mess aye, aye. and then you
1: watch it i watched it i think i watched it for halfway one time i was about 18 and i was aye. like i need to watch this i still notice many, man. new like, stuff wow
2: aye, that's kidding. what's great about it and that's a really rewarding feeling when you every time you watch something you get like something a new experience for.
1: yeah uh high fidelity is up there oh that's
2: fidelity. Fidelity. Yeah. my favorite man aye. Aye. i actually thought i was i thought i um, badmouth anybody but let's just say for hypothetically a company that you used to work for uh i thought i was making like the scottish high fidelity for him, and it turned out i was making Mrs brown's boys and i had no idea <laughs> 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 that, 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 that project kind of got disowned and took out bbc iPlayer, but, uh, i play but i love high fidelity man high fidelity swingers I, I love breakup movies man i think that's something that's never been done right in the uk uh have you ever fi-
1: seen uh, fever pitch
2: the other? That is a great movie, man. I single Nick Comby in the yep. same one hundred percent. Nick Comby
1: wrote. High Fidelity's an adaptation, and Nick Holmby That's right. That's right. There's
0: a, a terrible,
2: there's a terrible American remake if of Fever Pitch with Jimmy Kimmel. Is that right? No, Jimmy Fallon. is there holy I, so fuck. I, no no. I no. Drew
1: Barrymore. I think um, I don't remember. Correctly. But director, I don't really know, man. See, that's for really the one thing I don't really like. You know what I mean? No, like pure. Well, like obviously, what's the guy that is it. Christopher Nolan did or, I, the Dark Knight the, trilogy. Memento. The t day Memento, right? You Chris, go. Christopher that's your man, yeah. I love the because um, I'm a musician, so or I was a musician yeah, in yeah. a previous life. So I love the sound stuff. Yeah, man. Yep. You yep. know what I mean? And say like watching. Have you seen the extra disc on or the documentary on Star Wars on Disney Plus where oh. they take out the soundtrack? Oh, I love that. That's and really it's interesting. Like, yeah. Weird because you are like, this looks so shite without the, the music, and then you put and the, the music, in, you're like, wow, it changes it like totally. It is really
2: interesting. It's fascinating. that's fascinating. That is fascinating how much it's- that we one thing can have a, such a massive effect on your experience.
0: It's weird how you you were talking about Scarface. I'm actually not a fan of Scarface and see Memento. I found that so confusing. <laughs> I need to go back to that and watch it again, man. I found it so confusing. But Scarface, I'm like, what the fuck is this? I don't know why. I love both of them,
2: man. I love the old Scarface with Paul Mooney, man. It's really fucking great, but it's got one of the best. There's a bit in the old Scarface that I watch nonstop. Because I'm convinced they either killed an extra or nearly killed an extra. And it's kind of, it's their equivalent to the, uh, the Push It to the Limit montage in the remake. Uh, but so it's kind of like St. Like Valentine's Day Massacre, they're killing everybody, everybody's getting killed. And uh, a cost piece by a guy, and they're shooting Tommy gun at it. But the guy just kind of hits the ground, the pavement. And you know back then, <laughs> there's no special effects. That guy was moving one minute ago, and then he just hit the pavement, and the car was, like, so close to him. <laughs> Did he just get run out? Um, but it's, it's such a... You know, anybody you watch, If you watch the, the montage, you can just spot it, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> they made a... And he watched Babylon, which just came out, which is all about just fucking the hedonism of the 1920s and 30s, and actors being killed on set there, it might very well have happened.
1: See if you love Scarface. I read a book. Um I'm just gonna TJ something the guy's name was. Um and it was about the Cuban mafia. Oh yeah, it's like yeah, autobiography, yeah. it's like real. Nice. Right? you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Man, um yeah. and the last I heard uh Netflix were looking at it to pick it up to do a movie on it. Um the Corporation it's called. Oh, that sounds great. It's no, so, check it out, so, man. That sounds amazing, man. But it's about how the Cubans so it's it's about that like yeah, but, Tony yeah. Montana, like the Cuban um people like going to Miami, getting put into concentration camps, yep, getting, yep, just yep. getting let out, and then running fucking rioting. Yeah. Why? Because the, the guy that started the Cuban mafia was the head of the police. That That's the stuff that fascinates me, man. I've so that, they're eh? total legit in Cuba, and yeah. they come to America, and because poverty, they go, yeah. right, well, fuck you, and yeah. they just go into total like organized crime, and it's like, that line between the two things, oh, yeah, is it's very such a thin, fucking thin, thin line, man. Yeah, definitely, man. So that's side the corporation. It's called man. It's I what what it as, it man. What I love
2: read. that because I'm obsessed with. It's um, a very guilty pleasure, but it was me and my dad saying, man. Uh, Miami Vice, the TV show, and uh, I fucking love it. Like, uh, like, I mean, there's some episodes I think are like totally high art and have aged perfectly, and they're just as good as there Scarface. There's no a scene where they're in a car, they're and right, they're right, going yeah. to kill somebody. I, and and it's, it... it's, it's beautiful, I've ripped it off. There's actually a love letter to that in Dog Days, which you'll see there. I think it was maybe a spoiler for Dog Days, but um, it's my favourite scene in anything, man. It's beautiful. They're going to kill a, a guy that killed one of the guy's brothers, and the other cop's just been looking for him, and in there tonight, please. That's and, it, it, man, and it's full Driving down the highway, and it was the first time TV they i ever been shot like film, so it was like really high budget, like the camera's on the wheel, this this beautiful neon, and it's just this beautiful moment with Don Johnson's character, Sonny Crockett, my hero, uh, yeah. stops at a pier and calls his ex-wife. And he's like, he knows he might die, because he's going he's gonna to go away with a bunch of... Uh, I think it, I think it was Calderon Cuban, I imagine he was Cuban. Probably. Yeah, probably a Cuban gangster. But, um, he's going to kill Calderon, and he just calls up his ex-wife and he goes, Caroline back when we were together, not like now, was it real?" And she just goes, you shoot sure better boss. And then he just hangs up and then the music <laughs> kicks back and, like, dun, 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 dun. and then he's driving the an highway and the one's loading up a shotgun, there's a little sawed off shotgun. It's fucking stunning, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. And Miami Vice said, like all five seasons, like, I'll be honest, you get to the like, season five, as there are crazy episodes where Chris Rock, about 12 years old, shows up and James Brown's showing up and aliens and shit, maybe does it go a bit off the deep end and jump the shark maybe but it always brings it back a wee bit man and like, yeah. saves itself uh but that's last my going me it was me and my dad's thing man i'm fucking i'm obsessed with absolutely love what it. was
0: your dad like with films was he oh, was that his knowledge he, nah, he was of it.
2: films really good yeah amazing like he was like that's where i get it from man nah, like, his, 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 like i grew up listening to stories for years a six year old uh this guy who lived in a boat with a pet alligator called elvis and that was Sonny and Miami Vice, so I was obsessed with finding Miami Vice and it wasn't on the telly here until I turned about 12 and then Men and Motors put it on. Uh, and that was, that was my first time I see it by Men and Motors. I watched it for other reasons as well, but... Uh, I passed midnight, but uh, I, Miami Vice, I no Men in Motors, and that was my first time seeing it, man. I remember just, like, it was for years I was just dying to see it. Like I'd seen Heat, I'd, like I was already watching, like, uh, I'd seen Was it might be my favourite film, I yeah. might end up seeing that. Uh, I used to command things, by the way, command did my advice and did them. Um, so I was just obsessed with finding it and just I remember that buzz of finding it. And I think that's something that's lost for this generation, they don't need to search for stuff. Yeah. When we were young man, it was like, if you didn't see a film, you'd have to wait another year for that to come on the telly. Yeah. That's a aye, man, I
1: seen a, I seen a uh, trailer for Robocop oh, when I was like, whatever, fucking four. Yep. And it was like eight year before i got to fucking see oh, that's that movie annoying. i know that's horrible yeah but like you're saying that instant that delayed gratification when you finally see it you pure enjoy oh, 100%. it
2: 100 it almost makes it like even more worthwhile
0: a fucking experience it's eye, a dopamine hit it's like something you've been like, this. i've noticed that with spotify because i love old black and white films for the 30s and stuff so i'll search the soundtracks Interesting. It's so easy to find and i'm like ah oh. I mean, I it's yeah, still good. It. I just got it, it's Still good. I know but... it is good, I know, I know.
2: Amazon Prime's great for that. See, for, like, looking for... Fuck Amazon, I know. I, don't, I, don't, I don't probably shouldn't be supporting them, probably, but I, I don't know. Was it? Weatherspoon's and uh. Amazon, everybody. But I, 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 use, I use Amazon. Weatherspoon. Aye, Spoon? Aye, aye,
0: aye. Why aye, Why do I sound like I came for you there? I'm <laughs> <laughs> going to into the Weatherspoon.
2: <laughs> but, um, Amazon Prime's great for finding new films that he's used to, like, get to the video show. Like wee ones that nobody puts online, like just cool wee films that like, I mean, like Don yeah. Johnson, Rebecca DeMornay, erotic thrillers,
0: party <laughs> slumber Massacre, Ah, right that
2: shit. man. Yep, the classics, man. Good yeah. things
1: to just stick on and have fun. Who's gonna answer the question next? We went off on na- a tangent. James,
2: now. I'm curious to hear your answer, man. I don't think like so man, it's weird. It's hard noticing Manhunter on because it's been a very important film in my life, man. And uh, and what you said about music and like the guy that made Michael Mann did Manhunter on made heat. He did Collateral, um, well, did Last of the Mexicans, he, like, every film he did, like, like, so they're all masterpieces. a lot of people don't like some of his latest stuff, but I still think they're all great movies. Um, he's just got such a way of creating a real ambient soundscape. Like it's beautiful. We started with Miami Vice, he got Ian Hammer to do the music, and it's this beautiful, in fact, started before Miami Vice, he did a horror film called The Keep, which is really badly received, but he got Tangerine Dream to do the score and it's fucking stunning. Wow. It's a stunning score. And I see kinda injected his love for like Synthie music into kind of me and uh, but Manhunter, like I think because of the music and because of the just the, the way it looks, and never ever man shoots is beautiful, it's almost like gel, so it looks dead blue and it's just this really every, like, all the colours pop. Like and, if you watch them remaster it looks like it was made yesterday. Like all his every always work. Um but Manhunter, to me, is like, it's almost like Quill I think a value, you know what I mean? Like, it just relaxes me. Like, it's just is such a soothing experience. Like, Manhunter? Yep. Yeah. So it's the first Hannibal Lecter, maybe, for people who yeah. don't know. And uh, it's actually got a Scottish Hannibal Lecter. Before Silence of the Lambs, it's a uh, Brian Brian Cox. And I think it's an absolute masterpiece. I'll um, check that. Out right, so I grew it. up. That. So weirdly, man, I saw that from a really young age, before I could kind of understand it. There's no spoilers for anybody who's seen it, but... Um, it was kind of above my brainwaves at that point, because it's two detectives trying to solve a murder, trying to find this murderer. But there's something about just the, the, the vibe of it just drew me in, It even eight year old I was obsessed with it. And then at the very end, the serial killer grabs a shotgun and just shoots a bunch of cops to I gathered De Vida by Iron Butterfly. And I was like, this is the best fucking thing I've ever seen in my life, <laughs> and uh, yeah. became obsessed with it. And it was one of my dad's favourite films as well, so I think that's played a part in it
0: i'm gonna watch manhunter again it's yeah been, man it's been a but couple I've, of years i've
2: had some arguments recently some people don't like it uh but it's not for everybody but so i won't be offended if you're not know.
1: what was that movie you recommended to me that traumatized me mandy No, oh, mandy's crazy nicholas yeah. cage yeah man i love
2: it aye aye but i'm i'm, I'm rush to watch it again weirdly <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> I like, I was, it's, it's always too intense i did I go i must admit man by the end when they go to him like I, that guy's be call Nancy Street, do you know that the, the bad guy? Is he? Is he? <laughs> he's a British actor. Wow, he's not a British actor, man. I so he's done well, but uh, I the chainsaw fights, not the music, and nah, that's great though. I that's got a fucking some, great sense. tense as the right tense, the <sighs> breakdown scene in the toilet stunning. Like Michael Nicholas Cage is a, a fucking master, man. Like I love Nicholas Cage, but um the director did a great job. I'm sure to see his next movie, and uh, I think he's cool. I
0: mean, who's the director again? I can't fucking remember his name. He's a really cool guy. His yeah, cool dad did a that's right uh uh the guy that does rocky stallone yeah his, remember he did Pi oh fuck i can't even remember i know what
2: you're talking i've read this tri- panos Aye. that's his name name i i, 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 I can't remember I, I, i've lost him i stallone got going, did a, a film
0: a couple of a, years ago and his dad directed it
2: yeah no
0: Cat, cobra
2: yeah, co- yeah. Fucking hell, Cobra is great. Cobra is great. Cobra's man. amazing. Cobra's got my favourite bit in it where, uh, I didn't know, so that's him, his dad directed that.
0: Panos' his dad, right? I didn't actually know that, man. yeah
2: I didn't actually know that. Cobra's got one of my favourite sequences in it where a hungover, still Wester a Sloan, still whistle, still a Sloan goes home, takes his last piece of leftover pizza, cuts it with scissors, <laughs> puts it in a blender with an egg, mixes it up and drinks it like a hangover cure and i'm just like i just imagine <laughs> the and like, i've got this idea for the character you know and just like coming up with this match I'm like, I'm
1: just don't know what a, that was a weird time for sylvester stallone running yeah. about that like tango and cash yeah man yeah cobra tango uh, and
2: cash is not aged well man
1: stop on my mum will shoot yeah
2: i, I know i know there's a really funny story about that i, I enjoyed sure. that film do you know that uh apparently sylvester Sloan kept like had such a feud with alan schwarzenegger he wanted look like, any role he was getting and alan schwarzenegger asked his agent to spread around that he was going to act in this terrible script called Don't Stop when My Mumble Shoot." Shit. Yes. Just so that Stallone would do it. And he did. Aye, <laughs> so that's what that's many of them.
0: I actually enjoyed that film. That is I a true a story. I kind of thought it was one of his videos as yeah. well. I just love growing up, man. I actually yeah. didn't mind that.
1: So what about you, Dalton? Who's what's your favorite movie, favorite director?
0: Right. So I agree with what James says. I don't think there's a specific film, but I'm thinking about the first time that I watched a film. And it altered my brain chemistry. As in I love movies and I started to become obsessed. Mm-hmm. So I would say off the top of my head, I would say Angels with dirty faces. Got amazing, yeah. It's got a poster in my room. Yep. Yeah, man. James Cagney. Yeah, so um, I, re-
2: I really relate. Like if I could probably if I was to be an actor, it's probably the only it's only we bit it's only a bit part for me. The Cagney Pesci I, I could do the mm-hmm. glass yeah. like that, so I've got. Nothing
0: I, else. I kind of remember watching it with my granddad and I was thinking this old cheap black and white film and I'm not going to ruin it, but the twist and the, the message awesome the movie message. Yeah, stunning, is man. so eternal. It's like timeless.
2: Yeah, like you could get it. By the way, and that's one of the things I loved about Scarface was the way Oliver Stone amazingly took that 1930s film about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre and updated it to about the Cuban... No refugee
0: crisis, it was all yeah. masterful, and that you could do
2: the same thing with Angels with their Faces really well. Mm-hmm.
0: So that was the first one, and then I remember one called Boys Town. You ever seen that? What's that? It's a Mickey Rooney film. Oh, yeah, I know the movie, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and Spencer Tracy was a priest. Aye, that's right, that's right. And that was another one. And you that. Is was, that? Was that good? Uh, cool, uh, it'll rock you to the core mate That's so, cool. That's cool. So for people listening to the podcast, um, check out Boys Town, Angels with Dirty Faces. Yep. But recently you're talking about Michael Mann. Yeah, man. See, you know how you're saying your brainwaves are not quite there yet to appreciate yeah, 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 a yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching Heat when I was a wee guy, mm-hmm. and I just was like, what the fuck is this? I've watched it twice in the last year and both times i cried no, actually it's beautiful, man that's lovely.
2: it literally is like see when moby kicks in the again, to get michael manchester we soundtrack i actually used a song from heat i won't say which one but it's going to be in the the bbc iplayer version because we can't use it in the one version because it's skin the vessels and can't afford it but is it the... the one that no it's the other one but it is. i didn't use the moby version i used the dancing I... across yeah there's yeah. god moving across the waters yeah yeah man oh stunning i told you i wasn't going back yeah oh it's so
1: beautiful no, man he's a great movie it's man. the mutual oh. respect
2: thing michael man like michael Mann, david simon are two masters of that i'm talking about the thin line thing like like those guys kind of need to respect each other and like that's the only way it works the like criminal and the cop and i mean like it's a beautiful
0: It's a really weird scene, beautiful in that film as well. Oh, it's It's
2: such a broken heart, soul man. It's this institutionalized man. Oh, probably, man, I probably would have said this ripped off a bunch of in dog days. (laughs) Ripped off Michael Mann has ripped off his whole filmography (laughs) in dog days. Uh, Thief was the movie he did before Manhunter, and basically, the character is definitely like a precursor to De Niro and he. And actually, I actually think there's a reference. I don't know. I could be making this up, but I feel like John Voight's character, and he makes a reference to the character James Cann played in Thief. And it's it's a stunning film. You should check out if you watched that. Do
0: you know? I tried to get it, and it was not available on Amazon.
2: I'm two seconds away for you, man. I got you, bro. I've got it on DVD, Blurry, I got you, man. Thank you I'm very much, up, man.
1: Right, yeah. so we've just done over an hour, right, and we did what day Patreon. So I want to wrap. We'll wrap up on a question I've got for Bayfes. What was your sick day movies when you were a wee guy? What was like I had like twenty videos right. in VHS underneath the T V in the T V cabinet. We was the same. A hundred percent. James
0: can go first. What with that.
1: what was the ones cause I've got like two that were like every time I was sick or just taking the piss right. and coming off school, I'd sit and watch them.
2: Because I've got a fucking I've got a few chronic illnesses that I just need needed probably forever. But um so I'm sick quite a lot. But uh I remember like, my team, even t- before my dad died, my, son, my dad really died, but uh Stripes was one of them, Bill Murray movies, hey, man. man. Ghostbusters Brody. one and two. Stripes was a really important one, like something, but I just had to relax me. My dad would always put on Blade Runner, too, which is the same kind of just the, that relaxing vibe, like when you're sick, like Vangelis soundtrack, just so fucking relaxing. And I uh, so they had Stripes, Blade Runner, I had, I had Stripes and Groundhog Day on one of the back to back VHSs. Used to get the this so two of them were kind of in the same experience for me,
0: amazing.
2: Right, so Bill Murray was a big part of it.
0: Amazing. What mm. about you? You can go
1: first. Uh, mine's were Cornell. Oh, I I fucking love it, man. Con air on VHS, uh, Castaway. you nice. we were saying about Castaway. Aye, I like. Don't like... know why like I jump <laughs> in. Like, That's one of my sick day movies. <laughs> and um I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles like compilation video. That's when I was really young. I would sit and watch that. It was called The Secret of the Ooze. I remember, was, that. No, I too, I remember that. I had a cartoon. I remember that.
2: I did.
0: Well, I had that day. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So they were mine. <laughs> castaway is a film that i have seen maybe a hundred times really yep that's an, that's an interesting one oddly obsessed with it interesting i find it very peaceful for some reason
2: how long do you think it would last
0: i think it's because i, I kind of i'm jealous of them you want that yeah you want the solitude i think i would last a while i've got a couple of stones weight on me uh i'm a fan of the fasting. <laughs> 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 I think I dare, right? I don't, man.
1: I think I'd crumble.
2: I know. I'd be done, man. With Jaws, we could code them all alone, man. I fucking
1: we done the fuck I'd be like, I look yeah. I'd be checking Deliveroo. delivery. Oh, oh, how'd no. you get a McDonald's delivered to this desert island? <laughs> like mm, you don't. Was
0: like when I was walking Dundee. I like that with a fire stick on the beach. Like, You've only been there for three years, genuinely, <laughs> and you're in salt coats. <laughs> uh, my sick day films are. Plane, Trains, Automobiles. Yes. No, man. I love it, man. Yeah, that's a
2: fucking, like, like you said, talking about like the mess, the, the, just stands the test of time, man. Like, yes. Just,
0: like, You're talking about Bill Murray. Yeah, man. I would say, what about Bob? Oh, I loved it, man. Loved it so much. One of my favourites as well. Beautiful, man. Amazing, isn't it? Aye. And honestly, Blade Runner as well, mate. I find it very peaceful. I love yeah, the colours. so relaxing. But I must admit, like weirdly, I do find it a really depressing film too. I almost need to listen to it and then watch
2: it. Yeah. Because it's a really sad fucking noirish hellscape that guy's in yeah. <laughs> It's like, I'm a robot, I'm a no. Ro-
0: but the, there's films like when you're changing the channels, like obviously Castaway, but then you, I, I'm kind of like Forrest Gump and all that. I love all that shit. I'm not saying I've Connell's Con- own. El-
2: Con- I'm not changing the channel. Aye, you stick it on. Aye, that's finishing, yeah. aye. Aye. Bye, that's it, mate. Although I must admit, I listened to another podcast. You have the Comptown guys talk about Cornell. And just talk about how like uh, John Malkovich is maybe like, this mastermind criminal and he's kind of like, you know, he's talking like a fespian the whole time. It's like, <laughs> it's like the last thing that like, Casey Paul would smell is my stinking breath. <laughs> and the whole time he's doing a big like, pantomime performance and it's like, Aye. it's uh, pretty comical. He's maybe this hard, like, you know, mass
1: murderer and he's talking like a...
2: Dave Chappelle's in it. <laughs> I do was great. I just set on fire quite quick. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> die,
1: he, he dies pretty quick, does right. it not? Um talking about pantomime performances, have you ever seen Masters of the Universe?
2: Oh, that was one of my favorites growing up with Frank Langella and that. So Frank Langella's aye, performance of Skeletor, That's as right, skeletal, man, I love that, man. That was, that, was a, that was like one of my first videos, aye?
1: That, His <laughs> performance as Skeletor like, honestly, I mean, that movie is a fucking heap I can't even remember man. that
2: well, man. Does the mask move on him? Does the, does the jaw move when he talks? I don't know. <laughs> I can't I remember.
1: Know. Well, the makeup's horrific. Aye, like, the Skeletor, everything about that movie is fucking terrible. Yeah, man. Apart from his Shakespearean villain performance Skeletor.
2: That's, that's some things I can say a film, it's so true. Yeah.
1: <laughs> But aye, there's like so. I mean, Dolph Lundgren's performance, and that's got to be one of the worst that's ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Dolph. It's so bad. I think he went for being a model. to being he man, and that like was I just two seconds flat. Twenty-four aye. hours, cause uh, Grace Jones got him in the part or something. That's general. right. That was aye that's, aye, right. aye, that's right. Aye, man. That's yeah. I watched that recently. For a, and there's another podcast comes in here that talks about movies called Bad Movies with Great Comedians. Oh, me. So they've me check out. They, they've like three, four episodes in. They've done Masters of the Universe. Star Wars Holiday Special, nice, nice, um, which nice, which is particularly horrific.
2: And I, I, I only made the halfway for it, man. Try to watch it. I'm not a massive Star Wars guy, so like I found it really hard to watch. Oh, so now. bad.
1: But um, they were watching. They were like, "You need to watch it," and I went back. I watched it as a wee guy. I've got nostalgia for it, so I went to the Cannon Cinema on Jamaica Street with my dad and went to see Masters of the Universe. Man, so amazing. I was like, "I can't wait to watch this. It's been Aye. so long." No, I didn't off, man. And my, <laughs> my missus was born in the 90s i was born in the 80s and she was just like what the fuck is this piece of shit man and i'm just like can I argue with that like i really can't argue with it but like i said man if you go and revisit it his performances it's actually a
2: great actor man I, there's a weird movie i sort of remember from running his over but uh i grew up in a film he was in with edward furlong just before he got fat and became a serious dog addict uh <laughs> i just loved edward furlong but uh, who tell me it'll do a it. brain scan, and it was Edward Long and Frank Langella was a cop.
0: And I'm going to take a note
2: of that. It's actually a great little horror movie, and it's set like before video games came out, so it's like uh, it's not aged perfectly, but it's a fascinating movie about a possessed video game
0: that makes people kill people. Brain scan. Yeah, man. I'm going to watch that tonight. It's that so is my good. cup of
1: tea. Yeah, I love it, man. Just so you know, we we'll get direct feedback for Patreon subscribers about these movies.
0: Oh, cool. That's cool. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, James, we need to wrap up, mate. Yeah. Are you all right with that? Aye, of course. But before we go, I just want to give a shout out to James. He's got a film called Dog Days. It's going to be at the Glasgow Film Theatre on March the 5th at half free. You can pay what you want um, online for a ticket. So, pay him a turn and pay a good fee, man. No, man,
2: I don't. Give him a quid. This is not what you pay. Just come. <laughs> just please come. Well... 'Cause the film's about poverty, man, and it's like it's about the people with rough backgrounds. So, you know, I want I want a kind of diverse crowd for the Glasgow film because it's something that Disney often get, you know.
0: Fair enough me if that's the case i'm paying 20 pence <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> me and paul will be there love it and we'll be supporting you mate. thank you so much if man. you've ever get any trailers or clips that means the world, yeah. send them to definitely me will, definitely and paul will, yeah. and yeah. we will promote your stuff thank you so much man. That means the world. thank you so much guys. and i want to
2: work with you i can't no it's happening man yeah man Just, yeah bear with me yeah. i
0: want to be your de niro
2: yeah, man, I can make it happen. I can do it. We can take care the world, bro. I'm, I'm yeah. telling you, the steps, I mean, like, like, if I if I just don't get up, I'm pretty sure something's going to happen. Right.
0: I mean, De Niro, as in, I've been hit with a shovel and I can't talk right, but you know, I'm still <laughs> kind of De Niro. A dyslexic De Niro. <laughs> you need to put an earpiece on and feed me my lines. That type of De Niro. That's Brando, yeah, man. He did it well. Exactly, well, yeah, mate. I'm fucking go. Brando, Brando towards
2: the end of his life. I, I'm, I'm expecting to go extra fat and mental british
0: <laughs> <laughs> bear with me, paul is there anything you'd like to add before no, we wrap Just up thank you james for no thank in, you for having me guys yeah it's
2: sorry man so i feel like i kept shut in you're chatting but nah, i really appreciate nah.
0: having me No, at all mate thank you so much guys i love you with all my heart and my soul that means the world mate thank you so much see you next week everybody
2: ladies i'll have my teeth back soon so bear <laughs> with me